0: You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado.
1: Hi there, I'm Kimberly Perot. It is Friday, September 8th, here in the studio this morning, we've got Mark Sassy out and about showing us all the exciting things that are going on here in town this weekend. Today's episode is going to be an exciting one. We've got Robbie with the sports update, Avija getting some fashion tips on the latest edition of Veil vale Vibes, plus fly fishing report and much more. So stay tuned. Good morning, Veil vale. starts now.
2: Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to our Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm your host out here remotely in Lion's Head today. We have Kim in the studio. My name is Mark Sassi. I'm with you for the next couple of hours. And we're going to update you on the weather here real soon, but we're going to focus on uh, the big Oktoberfest celebration happening here in Lion's Head. Two celebrations over the next two weekends. Your weather for the day, your weather through the weekend. For the most part, it looks pretty good. Let's take a look at your forecast. For the first thing, Friday morning, we're gonna see temperatures. Right now, they're probably gonna be in the uh, low 40s, maybe upper 30s, low 40s. It's definitely cool out here first thing this morning. We'll see a high of 79, close to 80 degrees in the Vale area by about three to four o'clock in the afternoon. It's gonna be breezy and clear. Winds out of the west-southwest at about 10 to 20 miles per hour. Your hourly forecast showing you sunshine all day long. Temperatures getting into the 70s around noontime. Dropping into the mid 60s by 8 o'clock tonight. Clear skies this evening. Breezy and sunny today, though, so keep that in mind. Put on sunny, plenty of sunscreen. Apply it often, hydrate often, too. Drink plenty of water. Denver temperatures over the course of your Friday, 91 degrees and sunny. For Vail, 79. For Avon, 81. For Eagle, 84. And once again, sunshine all out to the west with this high pressure system kind of dominating right now. Tonight we'll see a low of about 42 degrees. Clear skies. Winds out of the south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour, and our sun setting tonight at 728. Now for the second day of Lions Head Oktoberfest, tomorrow, Saturday, 79 for high and sunny. For Sunday, 71 degrees in Vail, with a 40% chance of those afternoon pop-up thunderstorms. For Monday, 70 degrees for high temperature, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance. We'll see the sunshine on Monday. Tuesday, very similar to Monday, a few degrees warmer, And then Wednesday, one degree cooler, 71 for a high. Mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of some moisture coming our way. So Lions Head Oktoberfest getting underway here at noon. We have good weather coming our way, maybe a little bit of moisture on Sunday. But for the most part, sunshine, and we're looking at those uh, spectacular late summer, early fall temperatures, cool in the morning. And then uh, sunnier during the daytime. I want to mention real quick the, uh, the wildfire that was just west of Walcott, between Walcott and Eagle, that closed down I-70 in both directions yesterday and also Highway 6 in both directions. I-70 now is open in both directions, single lane on the eastbound but highway six now is still closed because that fire damaged some of the power lines. So it's just a safety closure, but you can actually get back and forth to Eagle now. Also today is national ampersand day. I wanna mention that. So uh, that squiggly little character that represents And, well, they picked September the 8th because they can make all the letters and the number 8 really look a lot like these ampersands. That's why they chose today. Uh, Also, they chose today to be the kickoff to Lion's Head Oktoberfest. We had Oktoberfest in Beaver Creek last week, and now we have Lion's Head here this week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then next week, we've got the Vale Village final Oktoberfest of the three, wrapping up our 2023 editions of the Oktoberfest. I want to just... talk a little bit about what's happening and then after we're done showing you this great stuff on camera, I want to show you what's happening out here. But uh, So today things get going at noon in Lion's Head. It's the unofficial start to the Oktoberfest. The average German band will take to the stage at noon they'll play for three or four hours just kind of getting everybody kind of in the mood Helmut Fricker and the Rhinelanders our local favorites will be performing from four to six and then at six o'clock on the stage will be the opening ceremonies uh, I'll be there to uh, kind of kick things off and the way we started is we bring eight people up onto the stage and each of them has their own leader of liquid and it's a community relay first guy drinks the second person finishes theirs all the way down the line when the eighth person is done we have a big toast Celebrate Oktoberfest 2023 here in Lion's Head. And then tonight we're going to have the Stein Lifting competition. Uh, we have three of those over the weekend Stein Lifting tonight and Stein Lifting for Saturday and Sunday. And those are both uh, big events, big participation events, and big uh, crowd cheering on events. So make sure you get signed up early if you want to do the Stein Lifting. It's about five pounds and you have to hold it for quite a while. We'll go through the rules maybe later on in the show. But new this year, real quick, out here at the base of the Eagle Bond Lift and the Born Free Express Lift, they've added the second stage for the first time ever since we've had the Lions Head Oktoberfest. This is the Rocktoberfest stage. So more seating, more vendors, and it's only 50 yards from the main stage. So a great way to kind of get away from the big crowds, be outdoors. If you want to engage kind of a different type of music, we're going to have bands on both stages over the course of today, this afternoon, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then tonight as we wrap things up for our Friday evening on the main stage, and we'll make our way down here through the Maypole in Lionshead Village, the Polka will take to the stage as our headlining band for Friday evening. But here's a shot, as you can see, as we make our way down towards the main stage where the ice rink is in the wintertime. We've got lots of vendors. Spaten Beer is the official beer for Oktoberfest here in Lion's Head and Vail. And polidori sausages are the official sausage for here in Vail also. If you want to find out more about the Oktoberfest celebrations going on or just anything happening in Vail over the course of the fall or, you know, honestly year-round, discovervale.com is where you want to be able to go to check that out. All right. We'll take a quick break. I'll be back here in Lionshead in just a minute. We're glad to have you with us today on Friday, uh, but we've got uh, some great stuff coming up in the studio. We're going to give you a sports report, more about Lionshead. Kim has some great interviews. This is our Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. We'll be right back.
3: Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today, or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash CO. Hi, it's Julio from tv 8 Vale. Do you ever
4: wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vale Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv 8 valecom
5: Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Blesha. You might recognize me from the glitz and glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall. It's hard to miss. Come and say hi. Give me a high five. And make sure to watch me right here on TV8.
1: Hi Kimberly here. Now it is our Friday morning edition of Good Morning Vale, and you know what that means sports updates with Robbie. He covers all of the sports in the Vale Valley. Let's see what he has to show us today.
6: Alright, thanks for joining us. So soccer season is in full swing in Battle Mountain High School entered a game with Glenwood Springs undefeated on the year. It was a stalemate in the first half where we saw a lot of great saves from each keeper Giancarlo areola. Here for the Demons, and on the other side, Ezekiel Alvarez throwing that right hand up for the block to force the corner kick. But moving over to the second half, we see some action on offense. A little over one minute in. Jacob Methvin puts the heat on this shot to flex off Areola into the net. Huskies take that 1-0 lead. 13 minutes later, Demons moving the ball. It's ripped directly to the net. Alvarez is there for the stop, but can't contain the egg. And Gale Mondragon will finish the job, putting that egg in the nest. Later, a penalty kick set up in front of the goal off of a red card given to the Huskies would set up Glenwood Springs in scoring position. Whistle blows, and that's the way the news goes, y'all. Glenwood Springs hands battle mounting their first loss of the season, beating the Huskies 2-1. Now taking a look at some other games around the Valley, the Huskies, they're going to seek redemption away at Steamboat Springs, another tough team that's undefeated on the year. With four shutouts on the season, they've knocked off Vale Mountain School and Eagle Valley already. The Sailors have only been scored on once this season, so this is going to be a tough matchup for Battle Mountain. Eagle Valley will take on Frontier Academy on Saturday at home in Bill Mountain School, looking to turn their season around against Ferita Monument. Although Glenwood Springs got the best of Battle Mountain on the field, the two teams squared off on the volleyball court, and Battle Mountain was looking for redemption there. The visiting demons entered the game 1-2 while Battle Mountain was on the hunt for their second win of the season to go above 500 serving. It's the senior Husky, Lily Suman, who puts it into play, and the rally is on. Glenwood Springs not able to make the most of their possessions, so the Huskies, they're going to make them pay. At the net, Gracie Halminski will place this one on the dime where no one can go, and Battle Mountain will take the opening set 25-23. Moving on to the second set, Glenwood Springs serving. The Huskies setting up the spike, which finds its way to Halminski again, And she'll throw it down the Demon's Throat to put Battle Mountain up 2-0. On the third set, Huskies with the serve. And Glidwood Springs is there to return with some heat. But that block is just too tough for Marley Geisler, who was a menace all night at that net. And Battle Mountain, they're going to take the sweep over Glidwood Springs 3-0. We're entering the third week of Eagle Valley cross country practice and head coach Belinda Brandt says the expectations for her team are still sky high despite losing some of their best runners from last season. So we had to catch up with the team to find out what's new with the program and what's next. So last season, there was a lot of hype around the boys and girls Eagle Valley cross country team. And we've already talked with the team a little bit this season. I talked with you earlier, Coach Brandt expectations were set fairly high. We're in week three of you know fall sports. How do you think the teams have kind of come along this year?
7: Yeah, we're already really progressing, kind of hitting our goals. The varsity guys wanted to really place in the meets they were competing in. And the two times we've ran our varsity squad, they've won both meets so far. The ladies are progressing really nicely, just competing hard and gaining experience every week.
6: And what have you seen from your boys team? You're down your star runner Jake Drever from last year, who's now running up in Boise State. But who's starting to kind of fill his you know, spot on the team. Is your man Mondo right here?
7: Yep, he's part of it. So I think the good part about this season is that we just have a really strong core of guys. And we have a lot of depth. So we have guys stepping up that we didn't expect, like Jack Packard, Dylan, Tyler, Mondo, Cooper, Jack, Jackson. We have a really strong strong group. And then we have another group that's really competing behind them. So that the guys have been been pretty stacked coming in. We had five in the top 11 on Friday, which is phenomenal. And and more guys right behind him winning the JV meet too.
6: Okay, and Mondo, a question for you. Season, you know, expectations coming into this year were set pretty high, especially after so many firsts for the boys program last year. How do you yeah. think this guys team is really coming together this year despite maybe
8: being down a few seniors from last year's stellar team? I mean, I think I don't think we're down those seniors because they left like they left a legacy. They were like we're we're going to work hard, we're going to we're going to strive for this. And that just kind of stuck through, so they just they kind of passed that torch down to us, and we're we're keeping that. So, and as a unit, what have
6: you guys kind of set your sights on for this season? Is there one goal in particular, or are there many goals?
8: Kind of elaborate on a few. Um, there's a few. I mean, really, we just kind of we just want to see each other succeed. I think that's why we do so well, because we just we get hyped for each other when when anyone else does well. Um, as for like big goal state-wise. We want to go top three. I think I think top two is very foreseeable, but top three is the goal. Competing at the state level, you know, that's the highest you can accomplish at the high school
6: level, just about. Mm -hmm. Besides going to nationals, how do you get to that third spot at state?
8: Work. (laughs) I don't know. It's about the only. It was the simplest and best answer I could really give. Just work. Okay, and what's the work ethic like of this, you know, group of boys? <laughs> Pretty fun. I mean, like, I mean, I think it's, it's the only way to look at these workouts. Like, you, I mean, you're we're, you're going till you yuke. You're going like you're going till you yuke. You gotta just work hard, and that's what makes it fun. Like, if you're pushing yourself, then obviously you're gonna get better. And I mean, if you if you go into a workout dreading it, and you're like, oh, I feel so bad today. All this, all these like negative things, like. Like, nothing good's going to happen. So you just go into it, have fun, and you're going to end up doing better and you're going to compete better. So so if you quote-unquote Uke, you're doing it right in practice. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And Ginger,
6: you know, expectations are set pretty high for this girls' team. Coach Melinda right here explained to me that you guys are getting better and better each day. The progress is there and visible. Explain to me kind of, you know, what's happening in that girls' program that's really starting to pick up.
9: I think we're just trying to have more of a positive environment this season just to uplift the girls team to do well and, like, feel proud about how they're running.
6: Okay, and what have you liked so far from your girls?
9: Just kind of coming together, like, after a race and cheering on our teammates as they finish because, obviously, cross country is a mentally challenging (laughs) sport. And so it's just nice to have people surrounding you that understand a bit.
4: Okay,
6: and uh, same mentality here as Mondo. If you don't uke, you're doing it wrong.
9: <laughs> yeah, basically. You want to be proud of how bad you feel at the end.
7: why <laughs> then that, that transpires. You know, even yesterday, the mile repeats, having girls run good times and then get excited about it. You know, like, oh, yeah, it feels good to go hard and then to be proud of yourself. So I think they're really zoning in on that, like how hard it is, but being proud of that accomplishment too.
6: Okay, and Coach Brandt, what's impressed you the most about this girls' team that's seeing progress day-to-day?
7: Day? Yeah, I think just, just talking to each other and communicating. You guys have been doing a good job of that. And the older girls kind of sharing, Ginger and Ellie, kind of sharing with the younger girls and taking time out to just show them, show them the ropes and say, hey, we know it, and it's going to hurt. We know this is a tough sport. There's not a lot of girls from the school that are really – like excited to run so the ones of us that are here let's be really proud of the work we're putting in and they're doing a good job passing that down to the girls
6: okay and with that being said what steps would you like to see your girls team take next in practice to improve to maybe finish a little better in the next meet uh,
7: yeah i think it just keeping keeping that pace going and mentally being positive When the, when their mindset is positive and they're crushing a workout that feels really good when they can break it down into smaller chunks and you say, okay, I'm doing this track interval, I'm going to focus on this next interval or this next mile I'm running, um, they have a lot more success when they can chunk it up into smaller pieces.
6: Okay, awesome. And back to you, Mondo, you know, a lot of firsts for the boys' team last season. Are there any, like, firsts for this program on your mind that you'd like to see this guy's team accomplish?
10: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Top
7: three would be first.
8: Top three yeah. would be a first, be yeah. Six. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll just stick with that answer. I think top three would be Solid. sticking with top three yeah I mean I, I think this is the strongest team that we've had I mean we said that last year mm-hmm. um but I mean keep it through I mean hopefully next year they're even better than this year I mean I, I, I hope that like the torch thing I said earlier I hope that just keeps going right on that's awesome to hear
6: and you know coach brand here was telling me about you know playing some ultimate frisbee today mm-hmm. how rewarding is it you know to have kind of a chill day like this to kind of bond as a team you know after all these maybe track workouts and mile repeats that you know can take a strain on your mental game and
8: physical well-being yeah i mean it's it's pretty great i i think it's just fun i mean i think the team works best because if you you work together i mean cross country is an individual sport technically but i mean obviously when you're when you work better as a team it's it all just ends up being better and it's it's fun So, (laughs) Coach Brandt, what's kind of the mindset behind doing that?
7: Just playing, you mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's great to bond over things that aren't running. You know, not everybody's going to love every workout or, you know, unfortunately not everybody will have the right mindset every workout, but that's just realistic. So, when we can do goofy things, have a team retreat, play silly games, play ultimate, you know, it just gets kids laughing and bonding in a different way that we just want them to see each other and see the value in each other. And it doesn't always have to come in running.
6: Okay, and uh, what are you guys working on this week in practice? What are you working to accomplish?
7: Yeah, I think just getting our minds right for Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell is going to be a big race for the boys. They're racing a lot of 5A teams. And um the ladies they're just we just want to do a fitness check of like, hey, where are we on a flat course where we can really see where we're at in 5K, really zone in on that training for the next session of our, you know, season for weeks like 5 through 8 as we get ready for the next big meet. But yeah, Liberty Bell's definitely a key meet for us just to see where we stack up.
6: Okay, awesome. Well, you heard it here, guys. Eagle Valley Cross Country doing their thing and having fun at practice at the same time. And you can catch them this weekend running that Liberty Bell 5K.
8: Go Devils. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Good morning, Vail.
4: TVA Vail is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Vail at 7 AM and stay all day for lifestyle favorites, such as Good Day Vail, Daily Flash, Suki and Scott, and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day, every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on tv 8 valcom and on all our social media platforms. There's more for you on Channel 92.
11: your local marketplace for fresh locally produced products our indoor farmers market is open seven days a week featuring locally grown organic produce prepared meals honey from our nap nectar hive furniture cutting boards and much more we source and sell locally grown and produced products from the vale and roaring fork valleys visit us at our new location in eagle ranch 717 sylvan lake road next door to color coffee roasters
5: Hi there. I hope you join me on Good Day Veil today because this episode is going to be one you don't want to miss. It's about how we all, men, women, and others, age gracefully. So please join us. Good Day Veil. I'm Cece Zach. Later on
4: today. Have a great one. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vale Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there.
2: Welcome back to uh, our Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm live over here in Lionshead talking a lot about Oktoberfest today, and over the next couple of days, we'll get you updated on all that. But uh, your weather for Oktoberfest Day Number One, September the 8th, we are going to see bright sunshine today. It's going to be a spectacular day in Eagle County, all around Colorado. All out to the west, really, this high pressure system really kind of taking over right now. 52 to start at 8 o'clock this morning. We'll see 79 degrees. <clears throat> Excuse me in veil for that high temperature today a little warmer down valley a little warmer towards the front range winds out of the west southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour and we're going to see uh, just sunshine all day long so put your sunscreen on m- multiple multiple times over the course of of your day and make sure that you drink plenty of water and stay hydrated at these higher elevations your hourly forecast temperatures 71 around noon and sunny We'll see 79 midday, about 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, then we'll start cooling down a little bit. We'll be at about 65 this evening at 8 o'clock. Clear skies, though, tonight also. If you're coming up from Denver today or headed down to the Front Range, you're going to see 91 for high temperature in Denver. Sunshine down there. 79 for Vail, 81 for Avon, and then a little warmer to the west towards Eagle and Gypsum with a high of 84 degrees and our bright sunny skies once again all around Colorado. Tonight, we'll see a low of about 42 degrees, a little bit cooler this evening, clear skies, sun setting at 728, winds are gonna be out of the south, southeast at five to 10 miles per hour. Five day forecast, we're looking at uh, temperatures for Saturday, 79 degrees and sunny, for Sunday, 71 degrees, for Monday, 70 degrees, 72 for Tuesday, 71 for Wednesday, a chance for maybe a passing storm late Sunday afternoon, and maybe a slight chance on Monday and Tuesday, but for the most part, a little bit of rain, maybe no big deal here for Lions Head Oktoberfest. It is gonna be a lot of fun. Things are getting underway here. The crew, the Team Player Productions crew kind of getting set up for, well, they've been setting up for a few days, but it's kind of like putting the final touches on everything and that should be a great time to be here in Lion's Head. And then keep in mind, next weekend, we're going to wrap things up for Oktoberfest. We'll be in Vail for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that's what we're looking at right now. We're going to have a sunshine for the day, though. Once again, good day to be kind of exploring around the Lion's Head area and uh, taking advantage of all the great activities the Lion's Head has to offer. I want to talk just a, a tad about... Um, Some of the activities happening here specifically for Oktoberfest. I did mention before uh, the competitions and the competitions are a big part of of the crowd involvement and engagement. And they do a couple different ones over here in Lion's Head and Veil, unlike what we did up in Beaver Creek. So we obviously have the sign lifting, which is probably the most popular. Um, You know, We rack up a group of ladies and they compete first, a group of guys, they compete second. And one winner, whoever holds the stein the longest, there's a lot of very specific rules to making sure that you're doing it the right way because if not, you'll get tapped on the shoulder and you're gonna get uh, let go. You don't get to compete anymore. So you gotta make sure that you're, once again, holding the the stein out in front of you, making sure your arm's at 90 degrees, you can't spill it, uh, you can't bend your elbow. Little rules uh, that go a long way. I think the record for stein lifting, the national record, is like 21 minutes. We had guys last weekend that were holding it for four minutes. Um, another big event here is a bratwurst eating, polidori sausage, bratwurst eating. And I think last, last year we had maybe seven or eight bratwurst to eat. No buns, and you can have your liquid there to help you wash it down. Uh, that's going to be taking place tomorrow and Sunday. I think it's probably the most, the crowd favorite, though, would be the keg bowling, where you have, a, you have an empty keg on wheels, and then you have 10 kegs stacked in a pyramid. And you have to push that keg that's on the wheels into the other kegs, knock down as many as you can. You get two rolls, and then you can advance to the finals. And this is another one that really just kind of brings out um, another layer of the crowd because it happens later on in the day once everybody's been kind of celebrating all day. So um, there's a uh, a lot of fears that have been put aside for... Keg bowling, so many people get egged on last minute by their buddies to go sign up, whether it's keg bowling, stein lifting. Pretty entertaining. Here's a little history about Oktoberfest. So it started in 1810 and it was put in place to celebrate the marriage of the Crown Prince of Bavaria. That's where this Oktoberfest event actually began. The festival concluded I think five days later in 1810 with a horse race. Now in 1811, it was combined with an agricultural fair. And then in 18 and 18, 1818, booths were s- constructed that served food and drink. And then by the late 20th century, um, the booths had developed in large beer, ha- beer halls made of plywood, uh, actually with interior balconies and actual bandstands too. So um, it's morphed a lot over many, many decades, centuries actually. Total beer consumption during Oktoberfest, the Munich Oktoberfest, is about 2 million gallons. And that's probably increased since the last time I did this uh, report also. That's enough to fill more than three Olympic-sized swimming pools. And really, it's just a focus of the Bavarian traditions also. They say that six to 800 cases of some level of alcohol poisoning happen every year there. Um, so just keep that in mind once again while you're here in Lion's Head. Drink plenty of water, hydrate water between your other beverages and between your Wiener schnitzel and your Polidori sausages and all the great foods you're going to find here. Ooh, the sauerkraut. I love the sauerkraut and the spicy mustard. It's going to be good. Um, there you go. More to come here at Oktoberfest at Lion's Head 2023. We're going to take a quick break from Good Morning Vale when we come back. We have more with Robbie Whittle and the Sports Report. We'll be right back.
9: Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
12: Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, Nuestra página web, cbadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook, CV8 Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas.
13: Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi. I'm Ben Roof and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog, Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8Vail or at tv 8 valecom because there's always more for you on 92.
14: Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavale.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. And I want to give you a shot of uh, what it looks like standing on Garfinkel's deck looking off towards the south, off towards Vail Mountain. And you can see our uh, sunshine making its way up and over the hillside here. And then we're going to see uh, sunshine all day long. You can see the trails kind of mellow, getting ready for snow. You know, they're planning to open, I think it's in uh, 52 days. November the 10th is when Vail plans to open for the season. Right here, though, the Eagle Bond Gondola. You can take the gondola up right now. Well, not right now, but when they open at 9 o'clock, up to Eagle's Nest, where they've got a bunch of kid and family fun activities. They have an alpine coaster. They've got bungee trampolines. They have a climbing wall. Um, They've got a lot of engagement for the kids and families. They can do hikes from up on top of the mountain. Uh, There's a lot of great stuff up there, and it's beautiful. Just kind of go up and explore and see the spectacular views you see from the top of the mountain right over that way is where i was before that is the rocktoberfest stage one of the new stages for for Oktoberfest this year and over in this area we've got miniature golf this is the born free express no action on that right now but that's a popular lift in the winter time you can go to vales website if you want to find out more about getting tickets to go up and ride the gondola if you have a If you have an epic pass that allows you to ski in the wintertime, then that epic pass actually is good to ride the gondola so you get a free ride, if nothing else. If you just want to go up and ride around and walk around a little bit and come back down, have at it. It's another option for you, too, and it's going to be a spectacular weekend to get up on top of the mountain. I actually did see, believe it or not, a few of, maybe you can see them, a few of our aspen trees are starting to shift into their fall foliage, believe it or not. Just a couple that I saw. So that's going to continue to happen. These cool evenings and these bright, warm days. If we get a little bit of moisture by, you know, Sunday evening into Monday or Tuesday, it could kind of speed up that process. But plenty of stuff happening out here as we get into the weekend of September 8, 9, 10. Oktoberfest taking place in Lion's this weekend. Just a lot of action all around Vail, Every day of the year, it seems. All right, so we introduced you to Robbie Whittle before with the sports report. He had a lot of great information about local high school football, cross-country, volleyball, and um, soccer mainly. He also has a lot to share about the CU Buffs and their big win last week with Coach Prime at the helm and also the Broncos. It's a big weekend for the front range between the Buffs and the Broncos. Let's find out more with Robbie for the second half of his sports report.
6: Now we'll jump on the gridiron where Vail Christian Football is playing their second game of the season against Lyons County Highs. So we went over to the school to find out what their expectation is entering this second game. All right, so we're in week three of high school football here in the Centennial State, and we decided to stop by Vail Christian High School. And joining alongside me, head coach of the football team, Tim Pearson. Now before we jump into your matchup Friday with Lyons County, we got to talk about two weeks ago, Dolores Huerta Prep, you guys came out firing all, all cylinders on offense, put up 46 points in your defense, earned that shutout. What are some things that went well for y'all in week one?
15: Well, we came off of our retreat week, and so that was positive that we came out and executed well, not having a normal routine of practice week. So I think that was the thing we were most pleased with. and. Uh, yeah I, I think that was that was positive and now we take a bye week and come off a of labor day and and we uh head into this uh big game here and lions is a great team a final eight team from last year and uh yeah we're looking forward to kind of seeing where we're at okay and over
6: 150 yards passing throwing the ball through the air you don't see that typically in eight-man football what was the decision to kind of air it out more in that game with dolores where to prep week one
15: um, you know, I don't know if, uh, there's things that we go into a game wanting to work on, uh, you know, in that scenario it would be, you know, we have really focused on some of our basic run plays, um, and then in terms of passing the ball, our pass pro. And so I think it wasn't something we went into trying to accomplish. Um, it just kind of unfolds as you're trying to do other things. So we were really focused on making sure we had our blocking assignments down, um, and and being um, on the same page with that as a unit more so than what actually happened on the on the field for our yardage and all that. Okay, and you know,
6: week one in the books. You had that bye week. Week two. Now you're entering week three, but focusing back on that bye week how well rested do you feel like your team is coming off that bye week and entering a tough
15: matchup with lyons county well we're rested and you just want to be productive and so like yeah the kids are are probably feeling um more so that they want to get going and they want to hit and so that's kind of the, the difficult part i mean with high school kids they're a little squirrely when they haven't done anything for a while and so managing that Um, I think any disruption to routine is is a challenge for kids, especially, you know, high school football guys. So, I I mean, we'll see, we'll find out. I mean, we're healthy, we're rested, um, no major injuries and knock on wood. So I think you're grateful for that, but you never know what team's gonna show up as you walk off when you deal with high school kids. But I think we're in pretty good shape.
6: And a lot of talk about, you know, Battle Mountain's program shutting down before the season began, and you got five of those guys on your roster now who left that program as it closed the doors and are now with your team. Week one, what uh, contributions did you see those Battle Mountain players
15: make in that 46 to nothing win over Dolores to prep Well, the biggest thing is, is depth. I mean, if you're a small school, five kids um, go a long way. So, you know, we had a linebacker, Ben uh, Harrison come in and, and contribute. Um, Christian Mills, uh, great job at, at strong safety. Um, defensive in position for us where we play him on the outside and that was awesome um, you know Owen you know did what he did as a running back and then uh, yeah so and, and uh, Noah did a, a great job there filling in so they all uh, and Caden there at, at um, offensive line defensive line came in they all contributed for sure and um, it helps to Um, I mean, all these kids know each other from off the field. And I think with football, they're just a a band of brothers coming together and playing. And so I think they just enjoy being around each other and and getting away from all the other distractions and just playing together as a group of buddies. So I think that part was positive. It definitely helps, um, no denying that. And, yeah, just thankful that they have the opportunity to come out and play varsity football and, and compete. So, yeah, it's exciting and this week week three you've got a higher caliber team in Lyons county you got
6: the better of them two years ago they got the better of you last year the silver lining is there what have you guys been focusing on this week to make sure you come out of Lyons with the w what have you been just
15: working on right behind us in practice oh it's executing um knowing how they've uh hurt us in the past and um how do we accomplish uh, what we're trying to accomplish things that have worked for us making sure our blocking assignments again are are really dialed in what we want to do in the run game what we want to do in the pass game um it all starts with with blocking up front and so trying to have that stuff dialed in defensively you know making sure that we can adjust the different formations they do they're going to want to run the football on us um and we got to stop the run i mean that's football you you got to stop the run um and so we're we're focused on that our knowing our responsibility and doing your job and trying to make it as simple as possible for for the kids. So that's kind of what we're focused on It's just do your job, do your assignment. You don't have to make the big play every time. Um, and as long as you do your job, it should all come together and, and, and piece itself together. You mentioned execution and, you know, with the three facets of
6: football in a higher caliber game like Lyons County. What facet needs to come together
15: the most in order to walk out of there with the W on the road? I would say it's limiting mistakes um, at any facet. A turnover, an interception, uh, being smart with the ball, um, having your quarterback not try to do too much. Um, you can force the ball sometimes. And, and then other kids, you know, there's times where you got to make a play. Uh, and so, you know, getting that fumble recovery, getting that strip, making a stuff – uh, here or there so those types of things are are going to be what's important at any facet of the game just I think turnovers Okay, and I mean week one going back to Dolores where it's a prep you guys were able to air the ball out
6: They were a lower caliber team probably not as well put together as you guys are in week one But now you're in week three against a higher caliber Lions County team Is there any kind of plan to air the ball out more against this tougher opponent?
15: Uh, no, not necessarily um, we feel uh, We're a run the ball first team, and so we really want to run the football. And um, sometimes you need to do something different to accomplish the goal of moving the ball. So if that comes up, then we'll then we'll adjust. But we're ready to to do what we need to do to accomplish what we need to do. But we definitely got to run the football and establish the running game. If we can get you know five yards a pop, uh, we're in really good shape. Four yards a pop, we're still moving the sticks. And so we just want to be content in that um, and stay disciplined with that. And yeah, if we got to do what we need to do, we're, we're ready to do it. Okay, and I'll hit you with one last question because there's a team behind us
6: that needs leadership on this practice field right now. But plain and simple, what does Vail Christian need to do going down to Lyons County in order to pull off the win on the
15: road? I think, yeah, not turning the ball over, um, sustaining our drives. Um, and just playing assignment sound football. I mean, Lions is a great team. Um, So if we do that, we control what we can control, and whoever comes out on top, it takes care of itself. But we just got to control what we can control and execute and take care of things and play as a group of guys and just see how it all unfolds. All right. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. After
6: a thrilling season opener against 17th-ranked TCU and national championship runner-up, CU Boulder is entering week two of college football, and they're taking on their longtime rival Nebraska at home in Boulder. The team is still high on their victory over TCU, but know what's at stake this weekend as the Cornhuskers come to town for the first time since 2019. Nebraska, they own the series 49-20 all-time, but Colorado, they've won the last two meetings. Coach Prime sat down with the media to discuss his expectations for Saturday's matchup. And explained he knows what's at stake for the Buffs. It's
16: a rivalry. We uh, take it very seriously. Um, First home game in front of our in front of Buff Nation and uh, we had a good practice today. We really did. I thought we could have
6: took it up a notch with our focus but we had a pretty good practice today overall. Now the Cornhuskers are coming off a disappointing loss to Minnesota where they could not win that turnover margin as they fumbled once And threw three picks, ultimately falling to the Gophers 10-13. And with a loss like that, though, you've got to be hungry for a shot at redemption. And what better week to turn things around than against your rival? Taking a look now at the weekly AP poll that's dropped every week. We're in week two now, coming up on it. And many of you Buff fans are going to be excited to see Colorado there in that 22 spot. Inside the top 25 for what feels like it's been forever after knocking off 17th-ranked TCU down in Texas last weekend in a shootout, which had many Buff fans on their feet, including myself. But a lot to look forward to this season, especially now with Nebraska coming to town this weekend. Could be an interesting matchup, but I'm expecting big things from the Buffs and Coach Sanders in their home opener. Now we'll take a look at some other collegiate football games from around the Centennial State. Colorado State will have a bye this week before they take on CU in Boulder next weekend. The Rams, they're coming off a loss to Washington State at home that ended in a 50-24 loss. And then we'll go down to the Air Force Academy over there in Colorado Springs. They caught a big win against Robert Morris in their home opener. Now they'll turn their attention to Sam Houston State, a longtime FCS foe that's been in the FBS for two years now, but this one is pretty favorable towards Air Force, but you never know the outcome of these games early in the season. Now we've touched on college football, but we got more to look forward to on the gridiron as the Broncos open up their season against divisional opponent in the AFC West, the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders down quarterback Derek Carr this season after a trade to the Saints, and he's been replaced by Jimmy G from the 49ers. Russell Wilson and the Broncos will make their season debut with new head coach Sean Payton Sunday in Denver at 2.25 p.m. Mountain Time. So I say it every week, but a lot of great games to look forward to this weekend, especially that CU Nebraska game where Colorado enters that matchup ranked. But make sure to come back to us next week as we'll be down in Boulder getting those highlights and post-game interviews from Coach Prime that you won't want to miss. So make sure to tune in for that. Good morning, Vail.
11: Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters.
6: It's the fastest half hour in television. Toyota's Race Week takes you inside the high-speed world of NASCAR.
2: Go behind the scenes for a look into the high-adrenaline world of motorsports and hear from your favorite drivers as they discuss the drive to a championship.
6: If you love NASCAR, you won't want to miss Toyota's Race Week.
5: Experience the beauty of fall on the rails of the Leadville Railroad. Take in the cool mountain breeze as you climb to 11,000 feet to watch the vibrant reds, oranges, and golds of fall come alive. Enjoy delicious hot beverages, learn some history, and relax with family and friends. Even your pets can enjoy a ride on the train. Offering daily trips, the weekend specials sell out fast. To secure your seat, book today at leadvillerailroad.com.
17: When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive cutting edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge. We guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater.
5: adventure join me on elizabeth stanton's great big Worlds. find out where i'll be going next and which celebrities i'll be bringing along with me i'll show you amazing destinations with lots to explore and you'll get to know my celebrity guests the way they really are up close and personal we'll travel the world experience new cultures and together try to make a difference i'm elizabeth stanton saying the world's a big place and i'm going to show it to you
1: Welcome back, it's Kimberly here. What I love about TV8 is all of the fun segments that we have here that really show and highlight the community. We've got Avija showing out at Perch, showing us all of the latest and greatest fashion tips, plus Avija's tip of the week with a Veil vibe. So let's have a look.
18: Hi, welcome to Perch, I'm Tamar Biogadze and I will be your stylist today.
0: It's about you
18: to be happy? Like, oh, I just got this little thing yesterday. And guess what? I'm going to walk out tomorrow in a job and wearing the outfit. That's what makes my job satisfied i know that jennifer somewhere in new york who is my client walks out the door tomorrow and has the outfit i put together it is absolutely satisfying for me to know that the girl that day will be happy because she's put together and it's all about inside nothing to do with any that Things sometimes in Instagram, nothing to do with perfection or perfect body or all of the crazy stuff. It's just simply feel so happy, feel so beautiful experiences daily. And one of them is maybe get a little personal styling, and personal styling is Mars specialty. I'll that fits them closet, what they need, not that what I wanna sell. Very thin line between sales and a big personalized. Very thin line. And I don't want to just sell. I want to develop for them a closet. Personalized for them. My goal is to discover the the lady, the woman
19: first. And then start shopping for them. She says the seeds of fashion were planted during childhood. My
18: mother, back in the day, in a Soviet Union, was a single I, and I was her little assistant. So um, anything with sizing or closing or sewing or cross sizing or any or anything she used to do hundreds of seamstress jobs in a daily basis making it just paid nothing but so fortunate to see how my grandma was her seventies just look at somebody on a mirror uh, coming from a city she would go size oh, we need help this this is it she's gonna She's gonna start and we are ready. Let's go. Let's do it. And I just admired that everything she would have said,
19: she so was gonna knock at our door, it would turn out to be a truth. Tamar says when it comes to fashion advice, she has three basic tips. Layer up. Because when you go
18: out in a video, like a concert or light or whatever you are seeing, the show, to be prepared to be fashion so don't get cold don't worry too about trends we get stuck on the idea i have to be trendy oh my gosh comes like this i just saw this online or it's which we can be influenced i always say and i will repeat this forever i think comes from we can moderate all your trends based on who you are. We don't have to be 100, 200 percent coming Instagram tomorrow. Like it's all going well. Okay, there is some classics, there is some basics, there is some things also check. It's what suits you best in pieces that will last it is tough because a lot of people are convinced, convinced and make up mind how oh, is fashion i'm just gonna do this or do amazon today whatever but in the day okay, you spend your money something it's not gonna cost you long Create satisfaction, but you're gonna end up having the items are not really quality.
19: Makes sense to me. Decided to use her personal styling service for myself. Here are the outfits she chose for me. Time for tip of the week. Did you know that the Betty Ford Alpine Garden has an app? It's called the Alpine Wildflower Finder. It has a bunch of features, including a live view of the garden. And best of all, you can play sort of a treasure hunt with flowers. Here are all the flowers that can be found at the garden. And when you see them in person, you can add them to a checklist on your app or just learn more information about each plant. As the development director, Melissa Ebone, said earlier, Botanical gardens are like the
9: Smithsonian
19: and so they're living plant collections and the conservation work They're doing at the alpine gardens is protecting these plants from climate change So they don't become extinct So if you're planning to attend one of the many events coming up like chefs in the garden or the sustainable landscape series Download the free app and see how many of these flowers you can add to your checklist.
13: join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the vale valley hear their inspiring stories of how they came here their contributions to our community and why they chose to call this place home we want you to be one of our neighbors if you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com we look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8.
5: Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary Extreme Escape, and the most amazing cutting-edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's safe! <laughs>
9: Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
20: Eight-time Emmy-nominated Animal Rescue is a half-hour television series showcasing the heroic efforts of people helping animals. Join host and award-winning journalist Alex Payne and the Animal Rescue camera crew as they travel around the world, capturing dramatic rescues, rehabilitation, and relocation stories. For programming schedule, check your local listings today. Don't miss your favorite episodes of Animal Rescue. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine
2: dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled
13: outdoor activities. Park City, Utah, and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents.
7: Happy Friday, September 8th. I'm
1: Kimberly Pro here in studio. We've got some exciting things at this next hour in Good Morning Vale. The Vail Yetis will be here to talk about their alumni charity game in partnership with the Vale Mountaineer Youth Club. Very exciting stuff. We'll be talking about the weather and then Eagle Valley Library District. We love when they stop in and tell us all the latest happenings that are here in town. So stay tuned. Second hour of Good Morning Vale starts now. Welcome back, now let's have a look at today's weather as we head into the weekend. It'll be a high of 79 today, sunshine all day long. We'll have winds up to 20 miles an hour, so getting a little bit windy out there. 8 a.m., it's about 52 degrees as we head into the day. Let's take a look at the hourly. So noon, 71 degrees and sunny, 76 for the high. Sunny all day long, 65 degrees as we head into the evening hours. Then across the I-70 corridor, 91 degrees and sunny in Denver, 79 in Vail, 84 in Eagle, and 81 in Avon. Very beautiful day, but tonight it's going to be a little bit chillier. 42 degrees, the sunset is a little bit earlier than it was last night. It'll be at 7.28 p.m. winds again up to 10 miles an hour, so hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a good one today across the five-day forecast Saturday sunny beautiful weather for that October fest happenings at Lionshead Village 79 degrees for the high 43 in the low and then Sunday 40 percent chance of precipitation afternoon showers 71 for the high and 41 for the low just about the same we'll have some cloud coverage as we head into next week Monday high of 70 low of 40 partially cloudy 20% chance of precipitation. You never know as we head into this changing of seasons. Tuesday, just about the same, a little bit warmer with a high of 72. And then Wednesday, 71 degrees and 41 for the low. So lots of exciting things happening this weekend. Get out and about, stay dry, pack for the weather, wear your sunscreen, stay hydrated. We have a lot more of Good Morning Veil vale right after this. Nap
11: Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters.
14: Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We wanna hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vail. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at dvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92.
9: Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
5: Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary extreme escapes, and the most amazing cutting edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's safe! It's safe.
17: When you're in fail, you're in vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive cutting edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16 foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater.
5: Hi there, this is Cece with Good Day Bail. And recently I had a chance to go to Matsuhisa and sit down with two experts around a spirit called mezcal. Let me tell you, it is taking over the U.S. by storm as a leading growth spirit. So please watch that Good Day, Vail episode and learn about something that you probably don't know much about. So join us for the Mezcal episode.
0: Good morning, babe.
1: Kimberly here now, we may be in the year of 2023 and towards the end of it at that, but we are still having conversations around the pandemic and the effects of it. Ben had a conversation about how it's really affected us in navigating the world in a post-pandemic era. Let's have a look at that conversation.
13: Welcome back to the show. We've talked a lot about how COVID has changed our world and how in the process of recovering from the COVID days and kind of getting back into our post pandemic lives, it's really taken us a little bit of effort to kind of change gears to get back to where we are. And we are now joined by Dr. Grant Brenner, who is an expert on grief and dealing with crises and getting our mental health back in order. Welcome to the show thanks
20: for having me on
13: so like i was saying a little bit there it's kind of hard to get ourselves kind of back to where we were after covid and really trying to get us kind of in that normal mindset and do you have any advice on kind of how to start kind of retooling our minds to get back to where we were before the pandemic
20: yeah i think the the place to start one is to recognize that most people have normal reactions to extreme circumstances now of course COVID is unprecedented in our lifetimes it's been about 100 years since we had a pandemic and really if you slow down and think about it it almost feels like we've lost that time and and most people i speak to feel like both it was a very very long time ago and, and kind of yesterday so i think we have to recognize number one we're still processing it this is new there's been a lot of loss and grief But most people have normal responses and get back on their feet without any specific intervention other than taking proper care of ourselves and those close to us.
13: Well, it certainly seemed to me like there hasn't been exactly a definite end or even a definite beginning, especially as the various reactions that we've done, like lockdowns, masking, social distancing, all of those things have sort of ebbed and flowed. And it's kind of hard to have that like demarcation point where it's like okay now we're done with the post-pandemic we're done with all of these things are moving on to our normal lives and it seems to me like things have been slow to kind of get back to normal and a lot of people are i guess out of practice might be the right way to say it in just kind of their normal social interactions
20: right when when a disaster crisis hasn't settled down we don't know what the new normal is and actually, early on in the pandemic, while wildfires were raging in California, colleagues of mine in a group that I co-chair at the Group for the Advancement of Psychiatry Disaster Trauma, and Global Health Committee came up with a chronic cyclical disaster model for just this reason, with the understanding that with something like a pandemic, forest fires, and other disasters that don't have a clear beginning and end, We need a model that allows us not only to account for these kind of rolling waves, but also for multiple things coming at us at the same time. So we're coming out of COVID, but there's a new wave. Probably people are going to be using vaccines for quite a long time and we need to be more nimble. So we need to be able to be in a kind of a normal state and then everyone needs to be a little bit of a crisis responder to be able to pivot resiliently back and forth as there is uncertainty.
13: Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, after all, the like pandemic itself might be a little bit of a one-off, hopefully, in our lives, but crises definitely aren't, and that's something that's becoming more and more common. I mean, we've had wildfires even this summer, in addition to hurricanes, and sends to me like your system for kind of getting ourselves back in sorts is better for all crises, not necessarily just the pandemic specifically.
20: Yeah, definitely, from the individual to the family to groups, local communities, and on a macro level. The model we developed is called the chronic cyclical disasters model, chroniccyclicaldisaster.info, and it takes into account the anticipation impact, prolonged adaptation phase, and then finally a growth and recovery phase. The growth and recovery phase is important because it, it covers both returning to baseline. A lot of people go back to their baseline Other people will experience something called post-traumatic growth, which is grappling with what they've experienced, usually people who have more traumatic experiences, making sense of it and developing wisdom, as well as pragmatic ways of being more resilient in the future. And there is a lot of data on the things that we can do to be more resilient and the things that are more innate, that contribute to resilience.
13: So what would you say would be a first step or best practices if you're really trying to just start cultivating that resilience in yourself?
20: I think taking stock, self-assessing, looking at what the various resilience factors are. People can look up the resilience prescription from Dennis Charney at Mount Sinai, which really covers well what the factors are. And some of those factors can be modified. Things like fostering active coping and mental flexibility Uh, as well as challenging oneself in positive ways to grow. The mainstay is to build and maintain routines and have a good way of keeping tabs on how how we're doing. So it's really important to be able to take your own pulse, emotionally, mentally, physically, and have that as part of your self-care practices.
13: I would imagine that, especially after some sort of crisis or disaster, kind of getting back to that routine can be a huge challenge. Like... Especially if your routine was based around your home and your home is no longer there or your routine is, you know, somebody was central to that routine and that somebody is no longer there. Do you have any advice for kind of how to help rebuild our routines in a world where our routines are missing a critical piece?
20: Yeah, that, that's a very good question, and, and obviously, the more significant the loss or the change, the harder it is. And I don't mean this in a, a kind of a superficial way because it's a heavy lift in a lot of cases. The idea of being mentally flexible and adaptively coping is really important here. So, for example, if you find yourself in a shelter, what can you do to maintain normal routines if you're not in your home? Um, in a lot of cases where we've responded to disaster events, as you know, part of our intervention, will help people set up a kid's corner. And so school can resume. And it's not going to be the same as going to the classroom in your regular school, but you can recreate that sense of normality. Where I see this with a lot of people, if they have an injury and they can't exercise the way they used to, there's plenty of alternative ways to exercise. And so that's why it's really important to have that cognitive or mental flexibility so that we can make changes that are adaptive while also acknowledging that things are, are different and accepting that.
13: Well, I would imagine that part of that issue is that without a routine, without something to do, you imagine just you would sit there and you wallow and you get kind of bogged down in just the feelings of the moment. And Would imagine to me anyway, that having something to do just that action really helps kind of get you out of that funk and get you on a path to rebuilding and reconnecting and building
20: that resilience.
13: Do you have any advice for people who just need to kind of take that very first
20: step? Right, another factor with resilience is, is social community, perceived social connection is associated with resilience. But, but in reality, what happens a lot of times is there are going to be other people helping out. Um, And so it's important to have a disaster or crisis response system in terms of post-COVID, you know, getting back into communities, um, seeking help, recognizing the need for help so that we can seek help and reaching out to other people. And it is very important to remain active and do things especially that are meaningful. So one thing that helps a lot of people is volunteering as part of a local community. And that can be a tremendous a tremendously positive experience on many different levels, including helping with recovery and with rebuilding routines and resilience. So if people
13: are interested in learning more about how to build resilience and recover from crises, where can they go to find more information?
20: There are a lot of good resources available. The National Child Traumatic Stress Network uh, has a lot of great online resources. The Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration.gov uh, uh, for the U.S. government has a lot of resources for individuals, families, and groups. And there there are many other places. Uh, Vibrant Emotional Health is a group I'm on the board of and ch- uh, chair the advisory committee for the Crisis Emotional Care Team. That's also a resource people can look for. And what was your website again? Um, my personal website is granthbrennermd.com. Um, The Chronic Cyclical Disasters website is chroniccyclicdisasters.info.
13: Perfect. So if people are looking for checking out a little bit more information, that chroniccyclicaldisasters.info seems like a great place to go to get a little bit more information on how to help build that resilience. And of course, going out and joining a local organization seems like an incredibly
20: powerful very first step. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And it's really important for people to look for local resources as well. Dr.
13: Brenner, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.
20: You too. Thanks very much.
13: And thank you so much. We will be right back with a short message after this.
11: Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters
12: familia estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español conexión latina que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde por el momento el programa se transmitirá los lunes miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde con una repetición de 7 y media a 8 así que no hay excusas para perdértelo Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cvadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas.
5: To out.
9: And I'm Andrea Jackson, welcome to Life, Love, Shopping. How many have any personal stories you, you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I do. So even though you work with some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals, now check this out. Studies show spending time
5: outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness.
17: you're in vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule we have transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley with immersive cutting-edge technology you can explore properties 10 times faster in our lounge we guide you through this digital world on a 16 foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater.
1: Welcome back to Good Morning, Vale. Now, we are heading into the fall season, which means we're heading into winter sports season. And I'm very excited about our next guests who are here in studio with me. We've got the president of the Vail Mountaineer Youth Hockey Club, as well as the owner of the Vale Yeti joining me today. I've got Tom and Kyle. How are you guys?
16: Really good. Doing, well, Doing well.
1: So Tom, you're president of the Hockey Club. So tell me a little bit about you, about the charity, or about the youth club, all of the things. Sure, sure yeah, I'm
21: the, I'm the president of the board of the Hockey Club. And uh, I have two kids that play in the club and another one on the way. And uh, it, this is a great weekend for us. Um, we're really excited. This is our annual fundraiser. And uh, it's a lot of fun to, to have you know, the, the community come together, we get to play the Yeti. We have the Avalanche alumni. And so it's, it's a fun weekend for us.
1: That's great. So yeah. tell me more about the hockey club.
21: Yeah, we're we're uh, a youth hockey club. We have uh, squirts all the way to bantams. Um, we're, we're growing fast. We have over two hundred and twenty kids this year. we wow. every year we get bigger, and it, it's a great it's a great hockey club. We have boys and girls. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a it's a really good organization. It, it's been around for a long time, and we get bigger every year.
1: That's so, great. That's great. Yeah. So Kyle, you are owner of the Yeti. Yep. Uh, this is going into your sophomore year. How's it going so far?
16: Uh, it's been good. Yeah. It's been good. I mean, first full summer, owning the team, um, getting to do more with the guys in the off season, kind of get them ready for the season, um, trying to do more in the community, right? Like, I'm a full-time resident here. I live right down the street in Eagle Vale. So, um, but the opportunity to kick off our season really with a celebration to raise some money for the Mountaineers which I don't know we've never spoken about it but I used to be the youth hockey director here okay. so that's how I found Vail okay. so um and then coming back that's where I met Tom and you know being able to celebrate the hockey community as a whole us playing the abs we're the local team they're the state team right mm-hmm. they're kind of the big dogs um, but to do something for a good cause feels pretty special. So,
1: so let's talk a little bit more about that, about the event this weekend. So you have a yep. silent auction. There are youth hockey clinics. Yep. Um, tell me a little bit about, about that. You know, how was the organization planning
16: of this weekend? Uh, I'm going to defer yeah. to Tom <laughs> on that one. You know. um,
21: it's, it's a lot of work goes into this. An unbelievable amount of work from It's truly a community event. Um, our board works hard. Our directors work super hard. We have fundraisers. We, you know, so many local communities donate, um, sponsorships, it, it, it's it really, like, everybody's involved. Just looking through the auction items, you see so many local businesses, it's really neat. So, and, and it's our, it, we do this to offset the cost for hockey. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's a lot of costs associated with, with hockey and playing the game. And, and so we, we work really hard as a community to keep our prices low lower the most in the state actually and it's because of an event like this that's
1: great it,
16: so it really is actually a lot lower yeah. right? like yeah. you go to denver there's some organizations that are almost twice the cost wow so and fundraisers like this is what allows our members to be able to afford to play hockey up here in Pretty expensive now, right?
1: Yeah, I love that. You just make it affordable for anybody to to really, like, grow and learn and love the sport. So, speaking of the auction items, let's talk. What is your favorite auction item that we have up right now?
21: (laughs) Uh, There's a couple that jump out at me. There's You can rent the whole Riverwalk Theater. Um, You can buy it out. I you, must have missed that one. Yeah. I'd be bidding on it. Yeah, I must you have can, missed it. You can it. buy season tickets for the Eddie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Tons of local gift cards and restaurants and, and lodging stays in Vale. Um, you, you can you can have a guide to ski the Mintron Mile. It happens to be my wife. Uh, she's she's wonderful. a ski patroller. Um, you can you can get a backstage view of uh, an avalanche broadcast from John Michael Lyle's Wine Cave if you. You've seen his show that he does. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. There's a, lot, there's a lot of really fun stuff you can do, hockey-related and non-hockey-related. So. That's
1: great. I think that's what makes the Valley so unique, is that you have exposure and opportunities to have really cool experiences and raise money and yeah. be part of it, an exciting experience. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Kyle, tell me, um, why did you decide to get involved and become an owner of, of the Yeti? Yeah.
16: Yeah. Um Honestly, for me, it was this community. Mm -hmm. Like, I I knew I was moving back here. I own and run VSSA Hockey Academy, so we're like the hockey training cohort to the ski club there Mm -hmm. over in Mintern. Um, And the opportunity presented itself, and I viewed it as a way to get deeper ties into the community with what I believe the organization really should be doing, which is doing stuff like this, Mm -hmm. raising money with the youth organization to lower fees for kids. It's also why our tickets are... $10 and not 25 like everything else is Mm -hmm. today with inflation and stuff like that. So um, for me, it was just, I care about this community. I want to be deeper involved, moving back here. And what a perfect way then to do it in a way that I love where it's being involved in the game. Sure,
1: absolutely. So sophomore year, what do you have planned for this upcoming season?
16: Uh, I don't want to share too much (laughs) where, you know, so we we have a few different teams coming in this year that are kind of higher firepower, better Mm -hmm. teams that we're excited for just having a more competitive schedule. Um, but we have tryouts in Halloween, and then we'll kick off our season going to Jackson Hole in November. But first home game, the first time we've talked about it, December 2nd, home opener against Breckenridge. So, um, it's going
1: to be exciting. Yeah.
16: It's going to be, be a
1: battle be of the valley. <laughs> yeah. Well,
16: and last year we sold out in the first hour and a half. So um, this year I, I'm assuming we'll have a pre-sale sellout. So if people want to come to the game, they should. Get their tickets early and i'm not doing that to be a salesperson no
1: i, I believe it I, it's very yeah. exciting very exciting yeah. now tom tell me um, about the game itself so yeah. give us some details on the schedule for saturday
21: yep so saturday tomorrow huge day there's there's clinics you can the kids there's two different clinics tomorrow where there will be uh avalanche alumni guys and i think some yeti guys on the ice with the kids mm-hmm. um, you can sign up online at the vale Mountaineer hockey club realmontaneer.com um, and then the game starts at seven it it is a fundraiser, so it's thirty bucks a ticket for adults. Um it's an awesome game. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's a good hockey game. I mean these these guys that are playing, there's Milan Hayduke will be there, of course John Michael Lyle, uh Pierre Turgeon, who's going into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. in yep, a month. Yeah, conducted. Um, Darren Helm who who won the Stanley Cup just two years ago with the Avs and he played NHL games last year. I mean these guys are these guys are yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Like they in, in, and they're going against the Eddy and the Eddy is is
16: We've gotten, yeah.
21: They've gotten better every year. It's, uh-huh. like, last year, the Yeti, you guys won in a shootout. Yeah. And um, That's awesome. so it, it's, I mean, yes, it's a fun thing, and it's, but, you know, it's a charity deal, but the hockey itself is super entertaining, yeah. and, and you're right there at the rink at Dobson, and you, you get to be part of the players, and um, it's, a, it's a fun atmosphere. It really is.
16: Well, and, and you guys are selling tickets to the door, too, right? We're selling
21: tickets to the door. I, I do recommend Go, on, go online and buy yeah. them first. Mm-hmm. It's, you save time. Um, it's much easier that way. But, yeah, you can buy them at the door. And uh, it will be it should be a, a, a big crowd. And, and it's, it's it kind of like you said, it's fall. It's winter sports seasons. It's all of a sudden, boom, you're at a hockey game, and, and it, it's fun. I know.
1: Yeah. I'm a huge fan of hockey, so yeah. very exciting stuff. Now, you mentioned all of these players that are playing against the Yeti. Yeah. There's also a meet and greet. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, there's a
21: meet and mm-hmm. greet uh, tomorrow, too, mm-hmm. uh, I think, at 2 o'clock at Gray Salt mm-hmm. in the Village. Um and that's that's the thing about this event. is these guys are right there. They're they're accessible and and they're hanging out and you can talk to them and, and it's 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 pretty cool. That's great. Yeah. And
1: so that that event is free.
21: That event is free. Okay. And then yep. the
1: youth clinics, you have to buy tickets. You got to buy tickets
21: for the youth clinics. Um,
16: well, watching's technically free. Okay. You yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> but if if you have a kid that wants to participate, yeah, you got to yeah. you got to pay. And yeah. So.
21: Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. yeah, come to the rank whether you can. Whether you're on the ice or not, you can watch these guys play, and, and, and you know, during the day, and then of course the game is at, like, it's at seven o'clock. Yeah. Um,
16: Doors open at six, so yeah, yeah, come early if you want to get a good seat. <laughs>
21: okay. Awesome. Yeah, Terry Armistead will be doing the national anthem. She's a, yeah. a local artist, and uh, it's, it's a great event. I mean, there's this great sponsorship from uh, Baird Wealth Management is our presenting sponsor. Okay. Uh, Slifer, Vale Health, Stedman, Vale Custom Builders just to name a few of the sponsor, local sponsors that have helped make this event possible.
1: That's great. Now, if you can't attend the event, there's options to donate and to also sponsor as well. So tell me a little more about
21: that. Yep. Yeah, you can just go to that website mm-hmm. and, and just simply donate, which is very much appreciated. It's great. It's easy. And, and also the, the, the auction items. So this is a fun way, you know, you get, get something out of it and, and you can bid. And some of these, so it's live right now and it mm-hmm. goes till, I think, 10 o'clock tomorrow night. But yeah, you can watch the bids. the numbers are starting to climb, and it's, it's fun. So, yeah, that is really yeah, exciting. There's a lot of ways to, to help and participate in, if you can't make the game and stuff like that. So
1: That's great. Yeah. Now I want to ask you both, what are you most looking forward to tomorrow? We'll start with you, Kyle.
16: Um, well... <laughs> you want question. the real answer know, or the, the fake word. answer? <laughs> uh, the, Just the real answer is to help them raise some money sure. um, because I, you know, I also am part of the youth hockey community still with what I do at BSSA.
0: Mm-hmm.
16: Um, so I'm super passionate about lowering the prices. I don't want price to be the barrier. To having a kid get into a game that's done so much for my life. Sure. The fake answer, but also kind of real answer is beating the Avalanche <laughs> alumni in front of all of our youth families. But I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Well, you know, root hard. I so <laughs> will. We need the help.
1: We need the help. Yeah. What about you, Tom? Uh,
21: I guess the kids. You know, yeah. it's it's raising money for the kids. It's seeing these kids out there, like knowing, knowing that Kyle and, and the Yeti are are local too, and they're they're putting in time and energy. And then you have these Avalanche alumni who come here, and it's, it's all to raise money for the kids, and it's really neat, so like, you know, when you're watching the game, it's, you wanna cheer for, you know. yeah. as long as the kids win, right? And, yeah, And, and yeah. But, but the game, for me, the game is, I mean, I love the game. You, you do all the stuff leading up to it, and then you get there, and you just, the game is, everyone, these guys are athletes, they're yeah. competitors, they wanna win. And uh, so it's, it's, they pretend like they don't at first, but yeah. they, they want to win. Yeah. So of course, it, it, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Hockey yeah. is definitely a highly physical sport and high energy. So I'm excited for that as well. Now, Tom, tell us where we can go for more information one more time.
21: Valemountineers.com. Uh, okay. Yep. And then you click on the link there for the avalanche alumni Week, and It's all right there when you, when you pull awesome. it up, but that's the best spot.
1: Awesome. Yep. Well, Tom, thank you for telling us all about the event. Yeah. And Kyle, always great to see you here and excited to see your partnership and how you grow the Yeti this year.
16: Thanks for doing this. We appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. You guys are wonderful. So stay tuned. We're coming to the end of our Good Morning Vale Friday morning edition. We'll be right back after this.
5: For fun and adventure join me on elizabeth stanton's great big world find out where i'll be going next and which celebrities i'll be bringing along with me i'll show you amazing destinations with lots to explore and you'll get to know my celebrity guests the way they really are up close and personal we'll travel the world experience new cultures and together try to make a difference i'm elizabeth stanton saying the world's a big place and i'm going to show it to you
3: Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash C-O.
22: Hi there! Are you ready to explore famous
1: neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to The Neighborhood. Check your local program
22: schedule and tune in.
2: Everybody welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Uh, I had a little technical difficulties. I made my my way back down towards Avon. I've got Nottingham Lake off over my shoulder and it's uh, beautiful down here too. It was nice and sunny in Vale first thing this morning. Don't forget we have Oktoberfest coming our way here in probably three or four hours, things get going in Lion's Head. And there's always stuff happening down here too. Let's talk about your weather for the day. We'll talk about the weekend forecast. We'll jump ahead into the first few days of next week and um, you'll see that we have great weather coming our way for you know the uh, end of the first week of september for 2023 feels like fall in the morning and summer during the day we'll see 52 first thing this morning 79 for the high temperature for vale a little bit later on today for avon we'll see a high of 81. winds out of the west southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour so we're going to see a little bit of a breeze around eagle county this afternoon but bright sunny skies your hourly forecast showcasing us 70s by noon and we'll drop into the 60s by 8 o'clock and clear skies all day long and breezy. 91 and breezy and sunny in Denver today, 79 for Vail, 81 for Avon, 84 for the high temperature in Eagle. And we'll see sunshine for all of Eagle County all out to the west with this high pressure system kind of just dominating the western part of the United States right now. And it will be breezy once again tonight, a sun setting at 728. We'll see a breeze out of the south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. uh, Relatively clear skies with a low of about 42 degrees. Now as we take a look at that five-day forecast, you're going to see 79 will be the high temperature on Saturday. Bright sunny skies for Saturday also. It's going to be a nice day once again for day number two of Oktoberfest. For Sunday, we're going to see a high of 71 degrees. With a 40% chance of maybe a passing shower or thunderstorm. So, kind of pack your light rain jacket and have it with you just in case. For Monday, we're gonna see a high of 70 degrees, um, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of maybe some moisture coming our way. And then for Tuesday, 72 degrees. Uh, We're looking at once again bright, sunny skies later on in the week, but for Tuesday and Wednesday, partly cloudy, 20% chance for Tuesday with a high of 72. For Wednesday, a high of 71. Uh, We're going to have mostly cloudy skies on Wednesday also. And definitely a change in those temperatures as we make our way into the beginning of next week, the second week of September, Uh, starting on the second week of September. But it's nice out here in Avon today. Bright, sunny skies are in store. And I can kind of start feeling that breeze picking up just a little bit. Um, But overall, it's going to be a nice day. Once again, cool if you're headed out first thing in the morning, pack a light jacket. And then you can pack a, a light rain jacket later on into the weekend, just in case. But make sure you apply that sunscreen, protect your eyes, and wear a nice hat. We're gonna take a momentary lapse as we make our way into my next segment, which is my fly fishing report. I don't know if you all can see it, maybe you can't because it is a little far away, but the birds right now out here on Nottingham Lake are going absolutely bonkers. Now as a fisherman, you know when you see birds in the sky swarming around everywhere and, and diving and, and, and feeding, you know they're chowing on insects that have just come from the bottom of the water, the river specifically, but out here it's the lake. And they're feeding on bugs that typically the fish would feed on. So that's a good sign that there are some dry flies around um, today right here at Nottingham Lake. First thing this morning but these birds are just having a blast out there. It's unreal. I don't know if you can see them, but oh, it's pretty amazing. I wanted to talk a little bit about what's happening in terms of hatches right now and what you want to be fishing with on the river. We've had a dramatic shift in terms of of the entomology, the aquatic bug life, Um, the fish were feeding on a lot of dry flies over the course of the warmer days in July and August during the daytime. A lot of different mayflies, a lot of different caddisflies, a lot of different stoneflies. And now we're starting to see a little bit of a shift. Some of those, excuse me, have those hatches have subsided for the summer with these cooler evenings and the cooler water temperatures So now kind of the shifting has been towards your terrestrial. So hoppers, variations of grasshoppers that come from the land and end up in the water. So grasshoppers are called a terrestrial which means they do come from the land and you know they get knocked into the water from the wind or they fall off a branch or something happens and grasshoppers don't like to be in the water so they're very active in the water so uh, for people that are kind of just learning how to fish, fishing with a grasshopper is great because you don't have to have it sitting perfectly still in the water. They're moving around a lot when they're in the water because trying to get out. They attract a lot of attention to themselves. So I've talked about it in the past, the hopper dropper combo. You would go with a hopper up top and it would double as your strike indicator. And then below that with a piece of tippet, you would tie some variation of a beaded nymph. Um, I'll use probably a pheasant tail, a variation of a pheasant tail or a hare's ear. That's what these are right here, these first three on the far left. And that's going to sink your system down to the bottom. So it'll float below this. This will stay on the surface. This will drop down in the rocks. And then behind one of these, I really recommend going with a, you know, a variation of an RS-2. This is a little black crystal wing RS-2. This is a gray RS-2. Both great options right now. And then also this fly right here, which represents a blue wing olive. It has the olive body with the blue wing casing. This is called a BWO, blue wing olive. John Barr is the tire, so it's a BWO Bars Emerger. So you're on top with this, and then you sink down to the bottom with that, and then you cover the middle part of the water column with one of these. That really is a great way to kinda cover all your bases when you're fishing right now. There's also plenty of other options to do when you're fishing. You can be throwing streamers right now if you're in the mood to throw streamers. Streamer fishing gets really good because as the temperatures get colder, uh, we're starting to see the spawning fish so that's not happening probably for another month and a half two months but other fish started thinking about it so fishing with a streamer right now could get really good it's just a different way to fish once again altogether. and then you can just fish traditional dry flies you can fish with a strike indicator sink it down to the bottom your, your nymph and your your emerger your little RS2 or your your bars emerger and take the hopper out of the equation altogether. Plenty of options. And if you want to go on a fishing trip, give us a call over at the fly shop, Minturn Anglers. I've got plenty of room to get you on the river for a four hour trip, or a six hour trip, or an eight hour trip, whether you're floating or wade fishing. And you know, this time of the year, we've seen kind of midweek the crowds have dissipated with all the kids going back to school. Um, and the fishing gets really good because the water temps are cooler, it's a little bit better on the fish. And without all the people around it's less stress on the fish so they're more inclined to kind of be looking up and and feeding on the artificials good time of year to go fishing that's a look at your fly fishing report brought to you by myself here down at Nottingham Lake and from intern anglers give us a call Uh, we got a quick break coming your way then we have Kim back in the studio and she's chatting with the Eagle Valley Library District we'll be right back
5: Oh,
12: are we good today? You
4: know? Yeah. Book- TV8 Vale is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Vale at 7 am and stay all day for lifestyle favorites such as Good Day Vale, Daily Flash, Suki and Scott and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day, every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on TV8Bell.com, and on all our social media platforms. There's more for you on Channel 92.
3: Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today, or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash CO. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of
13: community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8.
4: Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vale, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on tv 8 Vale, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there.
1: Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now it's Friday, which means we love the Eagle Valley Library District. We actually went out to see them, and they're going to tell us all about the 3D printing at their Spark Studio. Let's have a look.
10: If you're looking to pique your curiosity, well, the Eagle Valley Library District is the way to do that. And if this machine right here does not do so, well, Tegan's going to tell you why it should. And I'm standing here with Tegan Davis. Good morning, Tegan. Good morning. Thanks for coming over. Uh, thanks for whatever this cool contraption is because <laughs> I am so intrigued right now.
23: This is our, um, our 3D printer that we brought up from Avon, so we're redoing our Spark Studio and we got a bigger one for Spark Studio, which means we can bring this one up for Avon and so people can start experimenting with the 3D printer up here without having to go to Eagle.
10: Which makes it nice and convenient for those who live up valley but are so curious about all of the possibilities that can yeah. come out of this incredible machine.
23: Um, um, this machine is amazing. <laughs> so I love free 3D printing. It's so much fun. Um, a lot of people are curious, like, why would a library have a 3D printer? Um, well, in the 21st century, information is not just found in books. It's also through that experiential learning that will help you get that edge um, and be competitive in the world. So we wanted to make sure that we could provide um, some experience and some access to some of these cool things um, like the 3D printer. So what it does, it takes plastic. This mm-hmm. is called filter. It's PLA filament Um, and it goes all the way down to this nozzle. This is not on by the way, Um, otherwise (laughs) I wouldn't touch it. (laughs) Um, And then the nozzle heats up to about 212 degrees um, and it melts the plastic and then whatever you have designed, whether that is an action figure or maybe it is a um, 3D rendering rendering of a model or you're working on some schematics or you're doing some um, prototypes, some designing, um, it will print that out on this. Um, uh, on this plate right here. We have all different type of filaments that you can experiment and one of them is actually copper. Um, So whatever you would make would be conductive. So there's all sorts of like, it is for your imagination to take this wherever direction you wanna go and experiment, um, play, but also um, if you are into design or engineering, Um, You can create all sorts of things and maybe you have like a really cool uh, prototype that you want to print out a little mini one or a bigger one and kind of test it out.
10: Which this is so cool and it looks like someone did an octopus right there (laughs) last which I really love because I'm sure that was so cool and this is such a good color to do.
23: It's a very bright octopus.
10: (laughs) Very bright octopus. I love that. But this is such a great way for kids to maybe explore getting into something like the STEM project that you guys do, which this is such an intriguing way to just get them kind of thinking about the possibilities the possibilities the future um
23: and just kind of exploring that and it's tactile um and you're on the computer you're designing you're printing and then you have it you have this 3d object that you created that you made um and there's a lot of pride that goes into this when the kids walk away with it and it's not just for kids so teens adults can come in here and experiment um and just have access to 3d printing
10: which i'm gonna totally nerd out i took engineering (laughs) in high school and uh, we had to make cubes that were solid all the way through but they were like six unit cubes and so then you had to be able to pull them apart and put them back together but the putting them back together was so challenging that mine was so difficult not even our teacher could get it back together <laughs> and we had to 3d printed it. it was oh, so cool nice. oh that's amazing again
23: exploring science math engineering um, and creating something that you can physically manipulate and um, touch so I think that's a fantastic story I wish I had that in high school I did not um, <laughs> and this is kind of what it looks like when it's dried out and it's been um, it's been heated um, so obviously it's not as thick Um, It's pretty stringy, Uh, and we also have a 3D uh, pen available down in gypsum, and so that's where you can just like kind of like write your name, um, and you'll end up having like this string of plastic that has your name on it, or whatever else you feel like drawing um, with uh, filament.
10: (laughs) Which is so cool, and this is such a great way to just experiment and play around, like you said. And so we're here in Avon with the little guy, but then. then you've got this big, huge new one. A
23: new one in Eagle. So Eagle is home to our Spark Studio. So it is a Spark Studio for anyone to create, imagine, experiment, um, and just kind of play. Um, and again, have access to these uh, to these uh, machines so that you can build skill sets that uh, will make you competitive in the 21st century. So in this new Spark Studio, we have this ginormous 3D printer. And it actually is dual extraction, which means that it can do two different filaments at a time, um, and it's fully encased, um, which is good to keep everyone safe. <laughs> and then we also we we got a Mac, oh, a big Mac computer in there. We got two um, uh, PCs in there. We have we updated it, so we have electric instruments now. We have a laser cutter in there. We have an embroidery uh, embroidery machine, um, and then we also have like crickets. Um, what else do we have in there? We have so much in there, and then. On, on our computers, of course, we got InDesign, Photoshop. We've got some um, stop-motion software, Whoa. as well as some video um, software as well.
10: What do you, I mean, you guys are just giving kids the possibilities yeah. to learn and explore. Any kind of field of work that they may want to go into because the stop motion is such a unique kind of film form and then of course you've got all of these great resources and we were just exploring the library of wonder over there and you guys have like GoPros (laughs) and camping stuff and you guys just you do it so that people don't understand the incredible resources that are here at the library but that you can keep everyone entertained.
23: Everyone engaged exploring lifelong learning is our goal so we have you know know access to 3d printers so if you want to explore that is that if that's something that you want to get into in the future or you have prototypes you're an adult and you have a prototype you think you have a new prosthetic that you want to print out that's a possibility at the library and then we have our library of things so we we have some uh, you can't check out the 3d printer sorry Um, but we do have some things um, that are related to that that you can check out and you can explore at home so we're trying to again engage our community and all hopefully their interests um, and provide that access to them.
10: Now Tegan, if people want to get a library card which is the easiest <laughs> thing in the world and it just comes with a possibility of wonder and resources, what, how can they do that? Um, just come on into the libraries, Avon, Eagle, or Gypsum with a photo ID.
23: Again, ski pass, rec pass, whatever you got that has your f- picture on it. Whether you're a visitor, resident, or you're just here working the season, you can come in, get a library card, and hopefully check out whatever you need.
10: The Library of Wonder here at the Eagle Valley <laughs> Library District, because you guys just keep the possibilities coming.
23: Oh, well, thank you. Um, we appreciate that, and we're always open to suggestions, too. So um, we want to keep our community engaged and learning.
10: Dagan, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us and show us this really cool 3D printer. Yeah, next time um, we'll get it actually functional so uh, we can we can see what it does.
23: I want the octopus. So. Great, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll print you on an octopus.
10: Perfect. Make sure that you come to the Eagle Valley Library District whether it's here at Avon, Gypsum, or Eagle, you can come and explore all of the great resources and all of the fun that they have here. When you think library, you need to think the coolest place on earth here in Eagle <laughs> County. We're gonna take a short break and when we come back, We've got more of the show.
0: Good morning, Vail.
11: Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters.
12: Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde con una repetición de siete y media a 8. así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web tvadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook, CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. ¡No te lo pierdas!
9: Out. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> I do. So even though you work with some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals, now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression,
5: lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. Are feeling good today? Great show off Absolutely.
12: welcome to our show. I'm Susie. And we are feeling good today. You know why? Because yeah. we had a great
17: show. When you're in Vale, you're in vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vale Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater.
2: Boys, it's something special out here today at Nottingham Lake. It's going to be a great day, Uh, and it's warm first thing. You can start shedding the jackets, put on the sunscreen, get out and enjoy. We're going to have a great weather for your Friday, for September the 8th, for the first day of Oktoberfest, and then great weather through the weekend, maybe a chance for a passing shower on Sunday or Monday. 79 for a high today. Your hourly forecast, we're seeing sunshine all day long. Midday 79 are out three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Denver temperatures today 91, 79 for Vail, 81 for Avon and then 84 for Eagle. A low tonight of about 42 degrees and then as we jump ahead that five day, we're going to see 79 for Saturday, 71 for a high for Sunday, 70 for Monday, 72 for Tuesday and 71 for Wednesday. Sunny for Saturday, and then maybe a chance for some showers on Sunday or Monday, maybe a little bit on Tuesday and then passing on through. But that's a look at your weather for the start as we knock on the doors to Oktoberfest weekend. We're gonna take it back to the studio, back to you, Kim, and I'll see you all soon. Come see me at Lionshead this weekend.
1: Mark, thanks so much for being out and about in the the community, showing us all the fun things, especially with the Oktoberfest starting up this weekend. We had such an exciting show here today with Veil Vibes, the fashion tips of the week at Perch, Robbie giving us the weekly sports update, lots of exciting things as we head into the weekend. And then we have the charity alumni hockey event between the Yeti and the Avalanche alumni tomorrow. So get your tickets, attend the event, see you next time.
22: Coffee's having it all so Get up, get ready to start your day The coffee's brewing, you're on your way The fun is waiting outside your door Good morning, Belle.
17: Tune in to Coffee with America and start your day in the right direction Where we go over the latest and greatest in health, lifestyle, entertainment, and more Start your day off on Coffee with America.